Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstuff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstuff is brought to you by Trellandoad.com. Trellandoad.com is the world's largest HeroClix retailer. Find HeroClix new and old at Trellandoad.com. Use coupon code Clickstuff for 5% off your HeroClix order. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. If you like what you hear today on Clickstuff, check us out at patreon.com forward slash Clickstuff. A dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets entered into our exclusive Discord server with uh, exclusive um, Patreon-exclusive classes. Um, So uh, starting out the call light but mighty. Tonight, um, I am joined by Jay Solomon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So what do you think, Jay? Are you ready to dodge some murder hornets now? Uh, I'm just waiting for the next thing. It's murder hornets. I was going to make a joke about something horrifying, but I just realized it was already happening. So, yeah, never mind. Yeah, murder hornets are are here. Um, So... I saw uh, Adam Cole posted something about uh, 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 bears with uh, chainsaw hands coming from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, we already get terrorized from Canada. It's it's your geese, so. Yeah, yeah. Those are uh, those are a problem. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's an issue. So, well, today Jay and I are going to tackle the JLU set review. So originally we had kind of delayed the set review a little bit because we wanted to make sure that all the team up cards came out, all the team up cards kind of float in, then pandemic happened and life happens. So now the sets had some time to soak black widows taken over. We're going to go through our set review, uh, talk about each piece as we go through it. Uh, we'll go through what we think is the uh, Jay, and we'll, we'll, as we go through this, I think we'll talk about what we think is the best team up card. Yeah, that's probably the best approach for that figure, or just what's your favorite one for that figure that has a team up card. Yeah, um, yeah I definitely agree there. It's just yeah, expedite it. Yeah, just uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be here for three hours. I'm okay with like two, but yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you know, let's just hop right in um, since we got a, a bunch of bunch of cool stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, even in the common slots. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff in here for Popper too. If that oh yeah, stay, if that stays, is definitely made an impact on Popper. Yeah, stays a thing. So, um, and then for those, just real quick, we want to talk about our second segment of the day, along with viewer questions, is going to be what has Pulse Wave. So if you don't want to hear about JLU, uh, you can talk about what has Pulse Wave and some specific, count- specific counters we're thinking to Black Widow. Um, 
but let's hop right in. 001 Superman. Uh, I will just go along into the HD Realms thread. 001 Superman. Um, you know, I like so the Justice League Unlimited trait. Uh, I've played with that already. Um, that's super good. Like, that's just a good trait. Have you uh, been playing much with it, uh, Jay? I did play. I played with some figures between like Popper, Presentation, various stuff. I, I actually played with this guy on the Metal Lab. We did like a casual Justice League versus Injustice League. He was fine for like a casual game. Yeah. Like obviously, and and I think the access to the team up card saves him in that environment specifically, just because he gets like something instead of just kind of what you see here. In addition right. to the trait, which definitely came to. Uh, <laughs> came up clutch at, uh, at an important point so right yeah the, so the second trait is once per game when another friendly character rolls for the justice league unlimited trait you may change the result to six so it's a it's a guaranteed leadership pretty much within the set yeah essentially i don't think there's anything yeah. more than 100 points justice league in this set yeah and there's not much right now justice league above 100 the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is the Hawkman, Hawkgirl. Yeah, and then there's that, uh, well, there is the super rare Superman from Rebirth. I'm assuming that he has Justice League. Yeah, and then the the one from this set, who's not good, but that's okay. Right. Uh, favorite team-up card for this guy? Uh, I guess for such a bruiser doll, I guess Batman is, I mean, Batman is the best by default a lot of the time, but I feel like this guy, this particular Superman really needs the help. And also, he has Superman allies, so, like, you know, if you want to map with Hindering, it's not going to uh, be as intrusive. And, like, he only has on dial so many powers, so I think protecting them is probably important. Right. Yeah. I mean, just anything defensively, like, Manhunter just gives him shape change. I mean, that's just pretty solid, too. I think this guy just needs something solid. Batman, Martian, Manhunter. Because uh, you got to think about the figure that you play with it has got to be good too, um, and I'd say typical with all of our set reviews, uh, most everything is great for um, casual, like and specific. I mean, maybe not right. Some things may not be just just so bad, but this guy's fine for casual. He's not so overpowered at a hundred points. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be my first choice for casual, but if I want to play the team of cards or whatever, he's done. I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, 002 Green Lantern. Um, you know, I would say this. I saw someone, and I, I think that makes sense, because this is Jon Stewart. And, you know, Jon Stewart is a Marine, and... You know, he's super offensive, but they always make the Green Lanterns transporters. Like, they do more than just carry the team. Yeah, they're not just the green bubble carrying people around. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think I just, I, I just honestly get a, a little disappointed whenever there's another Green Lantern that's a transporter. Now we did get John Stewart and War of Light that could do the running shot RCE together, um, and that's probably about the most offensive one that we've gotten. Oh yeah, by far. Definitely. Um, I mean the Black Lantern one had stealth. 
the Indigo Tribe one, you know, had running shot pulse wave, but it was really low stats. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm just disappointed when all they are is a transporter. Uh, I mean, and then even back dial, he's got in cap. Yeah, I mean, but if you, if you, your opponent is going to have to make sure you don't get on that last click, though. That is a hell of a uh, click. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like John Stewart finally got angry enough and started doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think he is good for the role, especially with uh, the not modifying his speed for carrying Justice League, essentially. Right. I, I think if there is a problem with this dial, it's there's too many utility powers like over costing him. Like you're never gonna like this character carries. He's not using TK and barrier. You know what I mean? It's like they gave him unless they didn't affect his point cost with it. It's just a lot of in points that are just not being used. Right. I can see it going either way, really. I guess if you like took out the barrier or the TK, he'd be like sixty. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, now what I do like is I, this is a little bit different. Um, I'm going to say that if I'm playing this guy, I like, I would like to play him with a green arrow. Never mind. Never mind. I thought it was just prob, but it's only when no. he's targeted with a range attack. Never mind. Also like what green arrow are you really playing him with? You know what? I'm not because... I thought it was just prob and it could help out with the, you know what? So I think he's the one with the triple one, right? So Batman, Wonder Woman, they can use prob and he can use it twice. It's he gets double prob. Yeah, he gets double prob. I mean, so, yeah, there's a prime Batman. I'm sure there's a Wonder Woman to play. That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking just even like casually. Oh yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Um. You know, like Casey Wonder Woman and, you know, Prime Batman on a casual game. You know, maybe that's not so casual. Yeah. Um, In my but, case, it's probably I play the 30-point uh, Troubler Batman a lot just because he's so good for the points. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cheap options now. The really good uh, – the, the Superman at full points is really good for casual. So, yeah, I can't I, – I was going to pick that card anyway, but I guess I'll also mention – the uh, the kids episode one where they all where he Superman Batman Wonder Woman get a tiny symbol and if they're all on the map they get Kingdom Come which is pretty good defensively yeah. and then especially because they will also be able to get Energy Shield from their own team of cards for him so that's just a really defensive squad that he can carry around yeah that's true I like that yeah tiny ESD three defense yeah I can see that. Um, 003 Flash, the Great Brain Robbery. Um, now the Injustice League trait, they have have they changed anything to that? They errated Brainiac already, but that was because his could... his trait was missing the free, like Grodd, the, the similar trait with Grodd. Okay, Manta, he was just missing the free. Right. So if you play enough Injustice League guys and you play against 100 points or less, you can just give an action token to the entire team. Like, Yeah, you, I mean... Yeah. I mean, just assume you just play 10 30-point flashes. Yeah, and, and there's you, also, like, Ultra Humanite and other stuff. I can't remember. That's cheaper. Sure. Yeah. So if I was to roll, like, 10 sixes in a row, and I was playing 10 flashes, 
Like, I could just lock down the entire team. Yeah, you have, uh, for that cheap, you have Flash at 30. You have uh, 30 points to our Sapphire, who's not even bad with her TK. Uh, and then 25-point Humanite. Like, that's that's a solid core of just, like, a bunch of support. And then you have a team, and you're, like, rolling these that trait three times before right. you add other stuff to the team. So Sure. Sure. Yeah, I think the flash. I, th- I think it's flash out is just like fine, even not considering that. Like hypersonic outwit, not not hard to kill, but just hard enough to kill for thirty points. I don't yeah. think the trade's worth it on him though, because the lux that he gets is like not great for the lux that he turns into. The, like, so he know? comes on a click three, right? Yeah, sidestep willpower outwit. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. No, um, I just don't know if it's not, worth the investment of points. Right. Now, at the you play the Lex, he comes in on charge precision strike. Yes. That, that is might be, the other way. That might be worth it the other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, you know what? You've got me liking this Justice League trade a little bit more, but man, is there anyone that guarantees the six once per game, like no, Superman? No, they don't even have an equivalent, unfortunately. Oh, that's that's rude. That's rude. Yeah. But it is spammable enough that you should be able to get it off reasonably. Right. Yeah, it's another thing that, uh, that Lockjaw needs to look out for. Oh, yeah, that is totally... I haven't seen people playing or talking about Lockjaw in a long time. Yeah, I played him... I played against one in the Winamap map that I played Martial Artist with, and... Uh, he lived. He was on my uh, Cosmic team before I slightly changed it. I, I was playing him recently myself, but other than that, yeah, he kind of disappeared. Yeah, poor guy. Um, Dr. Fate. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Fate is... Uh, he kind of feels like the figure from the set in, in, in some ways. He does, right? I mean, so... We've already been seeing him on Justice League with Batman, Future, Mystical, and then I don't think I've seen a past one yet. Tom actually played a past team in the qualifier, but I don't think this guy was on it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, all these keywords are, I mean, JSA and past, less so, but Mystical, Future, Justice League, like these are all very relevant keywords. Future also has Brainiac. Mystical has Wendigos and, like, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's just crazy good uh, theme fluff with with TK and Enhancement. Um, yeah, and Mystics yeah. is just less of a liability now, just because, like, the retails are less. I mean, obviously, they still are a thing, but then if you're KMing a single-click figure with it, it's not going to yeah, it's hard because it's yeah the retail becomes such a specific use. And even then, the figures with it have other utility, like Dark Phoenix and Sentinel. Just do other things before that, yeah. and they're already good enough. But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, now the uh, the Amanda Waller makes theme. Oh yeah, then you theme. also get the future options there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I'd forgotten how good Amanda Waller was. She's just so good. Yeah. But we'll get to her in a little while. Yeah, Dr. Fate, right? So let's take this. What's the optimal amount of Dr. Fates to own if you want to play them? 
feel like so the trait says five plus. I feel like six is safe because then you can lose one in a game and still have the plus two. Mm-hmm. I think six is. I don't think more than six is necessary. I just right. I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna shoot for as many as possible just on principle. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think I, I think I'm gonna aim for twenty, but I think that just having six is fine. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't even necessarily see people going to five necessarily. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I just like it. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. I'm just glad he doesn't theme with Mr. Oz. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, that's a relief. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh oh five a Batman. Very fun for casual. Yeah, you know what? Um, I like his decrease uh, shape change and super senses. Now, it's one of those things, like, I almost think that, like, that makes him not casual. Yeah, unfortunately. You, you know what I mean? Like, now, it's, it's one of those things, because I have a hard line riding casual, right? Um, that's just a thing. And... It's like if I see something that, like, neuters your ability to do something, then, like, I don't think it's casual. So then I yeah, think, is I can't it principle. Yeah, is it good enough, then, for competitive? And it's and it's not really. He's uh, He just needs to be straight up under-costed. Like, if this dial was, like... I don't even want, I don't know, 50 or like less than that. I think I was going to say 40. Yeah. I think if this was 40, that would be like pretty reasonable for competitive or like at least in the area of reasonable. Right. But Uh, it's not really happening. I don't think. I don't either. Favorite team up card for him. Uh, I think. There's just a lot of really good ones. It's hard to say, really. There's just, like, a lot of good ones. Um, I guess factoring in the fact that you have to actually play the character. I think Hawkgirl for the wing symbol to give him improved movement is good. Because yeah. he has none. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of ones that just don't work. Like, I was thinking, man, Aquaman would be cool if you could play him with King Aquaman. But it's King Aquaman, not Aquaman. So that's a bit disappointing. Well, that end rotation, but yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, there's the sure. middle of the road stuff that you could play. Yeah. Um, you know, I, um, I don't know. I don't think... I think if I was going to play one, I would want to play it with, like, a good Superman. Yeah, getting the improved targeting for that uh, that special power is pretty yeah. important. I think so. Um, so now is our first Prime and potentially the most busted piece, one of the most busted pieces ever. Yeah, that is, uh, that's reasonable. Yeah, you know what? So it's one of those things. It's like um, I, I use the example of Brother Voodoo from uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Like uh, Brother Voodoo made the watch list 
I don't know, twice, maybe three times, and wasn't changed? Because, like... I don't think three times, but... Yeah, I think they basically said, what was it? Like, there was nothing they could do to him that, like, felt okay considering he was a prime? I think that was, like, basically it. Yeah, I think that's about the, the, the gist of it. And it feels like that's sort of the thing here. Uh, I, I disagree. I think there's some stuff they could do with that can make it less, make it reasonable while not. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the easiest thing to do would be to add range um, within range and line of fire. Like, I always think about, yeah. like, a lot of those things, like, um, a lot of the erratas don't get too wordy. They just add a little piece in there. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, some sort of range limitation outside of just no no range requirement and uh maybe some sort of damage splitting because honestly like even on his own dealing three penetrating to everything he can see like just with what we're, we have on the dial it's it's a lot right yeah i'm with you there um and i just you know, also i just think that even if he didn't even if psychic blast wasn't a listed power he would still be more than good enough like mind control if i told you there's a 40 point piece that mind controlled everything within line of fire like that's that's already good enough yeah yeah oh 100 percent i'm like what well, people were playing the skull because he could mind control one character within uh a line of fire no range and he was the same point same yeah uh, yep, literally the same cost yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i just you know, he hasn't made it through on any of the bigger events yet. Um, yeah. That, I I mean, we also just, like, got stuff that can deal with him, like the Widow. Should he yeah. Know the widow and, like, yeah. Like, instantly got stuff that could deal with him. So, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like, man, is Batman Prime an issue? Like, I understand that he is an issue. I'm just saying from the perspective of like when building a team do you worry about batman or do you not worry about batman right it's like so the difference being inherently busted versus what the actual environment looks like sort of thing yeah yeah exactly so i don't know that one's a little hard to say uh yeah i guess we'll have to see how things pan out and what other product we get and if we get more product if we're just playing with like black widow in this for a while i don't know yeah i mean you know my thought is at the moment as long as i'm not a fan of the current environment um i'm hoping that we get something between carnage and fantastic four but four worlds that causes another shift um i think it could be wwe with just how their team ability works i can just deal with a lot of stuff like jason and this and be really good yeah um, you know what, so this is probably a good point. Uh, Caleb Reddick asked, since it seems to be a vicious cycle uh, of making a fig that gains a ton of hype, can, followed by releasing another figure that nurses it almost completely. Example, Amazo with all of his team-up card, emphasis on the Flash, followed by this Chase Black Widow. Should we expect a figure in the next release set that nerfs Black Widow, or should we expect a watch list plus early nerf like Uni? I don't see what they could print that just deals with her outside of like what a good like a shutdown free actions thing like i just don't <sighs> think there's much to do to her 
in terms of within the confines of the game itself. Yeah, I, I mean, free action limiting would be a would be a good thing, but maybe that's not quite enough. Um, right, she, like just does other stuff. Like she can still, even if you do like a green power battery thing, like she can still running shot and then outwit or generate or do the other free action. Like even then, even mm-hmm. one free action turn is, is fine with her, probably. Yeah. No, I agree. And it also just depends. Like if they print something that's 150 points, like they, like they, if they want to like print stuff, they counter stuff, but it's more expensive than what they're countering. It just doesn't really work. Right. Like I don't think Hierarchic is generally a game that makes good silver bullets. It's just not really how things go in this game. No, not particularly. So I don't know. I'm hoping for something a little different. But we'll talk about that a little bit more in our Pulse Wave segment. But I just figured that was a good time to talk about it since Batman, yeah, was, Batman was really hyped and then pretty much got like insta-nerfed. Yeah, um, I haven't been keeping track of those big tournaments as much. And the only yeah. one I'm playing in now is, is Prostitution Popper, so he's obviously not there. Right. Um. So up next, we got the Cadmus Lab Scientist, um, which I think is really neat but then gets just blown out of the water by the Star Lab scientist. Yeah, and, like, I don't... But I, I guess there like is... Even if you're playing Unthemed Vulture, like, you just have better stuff. Yeah, I mean, Cadmus Lab scientist giving Vulture um, Battle Fury, and then, you know, uh, what is it? Um, Phil Coulson giving him Precision Strike. Like, that's a pretty good combo. But um, if it wasn't a power action and was only for friendlies, it would be much better. Like, I don't think you. Oh, no, it is already only for friendlies. I thought you could do it. Yeah, I don't. It just seemed like, I don't know, making 20 points to make it a free action. Like, it's just not action efficient, really, as a power action, let alone necessarily useful. Yep, you got it. All right. Uh, Star Lab Scientist, um, have we gotten a character ever with this many keywords for 15 points? I don't know. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, nine keywords? That's just like higher echelon of number of keywords, period. Now, they're not particularly good keywords like Central City, Fawcett City, Keystone Star City. City. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Star Lab, Star City, Project Cadmus, like... Yeah, like, eh. Central City is just Flashes, Fawcett City is literally Shazam, Star City is literally Green Arrow, and Keystone right. City is, like, literally Jay Garrick. Literally just Jay Garrick, basically. Yeah. It, it's great. But, yeah, I mean, even as far as the useful keywords go, I mean, those are, those are some pretty good keywords. Yeah, like Gotham City, Metropolis, Scientist. Um, I wish they had given it Justice League, just because, like, why not? Because you already have, like, 10-point filler with Fates anyway. Well, and, like, you know, they had, like, Justice League techs or whatever on the ship. I don't know. Nah, yeah, but they weren't Star Lab scientists. No, I can see why they didn't do it, but... Right. But at this point, you might as well, right, make it an even 10. No, I'm just, I'm just saying I wish that they just did it as is. Yeah. I think it's... Now, the, uh... 
the roll of d6, you've got a 50-50 chance of something awesome. At least less situationally awesome. I mean, empower and support are situational, but I, I think that even you, I think you have essentially a a two thirds chance of rolling something awesome. Like enhancement should always generally be good. Perplex, I would prob. Yeah. And then like yeah, situationally. Yeah, but I was like, just thinking perplex, I would prob are going to nearly always be useful. Yeah, I don't think you're ever only playing one though. Like I feel like. 30 points for two of them and plus two, and then having the second chance to roll the uh, trait, I think is fine still. Oh, that's right. Huh. So if you don't like what you rolled the first time, you can roll it again. Yeah, like if you played, you know, as many of them, like you get as many chances to roll as you have, so. Right, so you can just roll perplex, make a big attack, and then roll again, get outwit, and then shut down their next turn. Yeah, theoretically, something like that. Yeah. Or even just, like, re-roll if you don't like what you got. I didn't think about what you just said, though. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just... Even if it's 15 points for sometimes support, sometimes, like... No, it's a 1 in 6 chance to get support. Okay, try again next turn, even if you're only playing 1. But I think it's quite good. Yeah. And it's, again, it's, again not, like, hard to kill, but, like, I think... It's enough of a commitment to kill that it's like, oh, I'm committing to killing 15 points. Sure. And it does have full range. Yeah, and that random last click with actual, like, a 10 attack is... It's never going to actually... I mean, it also is just 2 damage. Like, if you get a bunch of reflex, you can make these 7 range and, like, maybe shoot something for 2. I don't know. Yeah. Or go 11 for 5. Yeah, if you get the right powers and right situations, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and you can pick up an object a turn before, even. Pick up a light. Yeah, definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so we talked a little bit about 008 Lex Luthor. Um, I've seen people play him on uh, Justice League so far, and uh, and Lewis played uh, in Justice League with him, actually. I think he's fine. Like, either you get your leadership role or a, a perplex is fine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you have the points, he could be turned into the Flash and would not be so bad. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, I think it's more worth it there because the die you get is better. And it's, I think, kind of harder to deal with this one just because, like, he's not in your face. He's sitting back and, like, then you have to get rid of Mastermind. Because, like, presumably your Mastermind is something you don't really care about, like a Joker clone or something, so. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he's perfectly reasonable for Popper and theoretically just Justice League or Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And also just, like, cheap leadership is not easy to get these days post-Groot or whatever, so he's just, like, generally one of the cheaper options you're probably going to get. Yeah, it's too bad Lex Luthor couldn't have, like, the cosmic keyword. <laughs> I mean, we still have Prez, so that's, that's a thing for sure. That is the thing. Um, common Wonder Woman. Perfectly good for casual. Yeah, and I, I think I almost have like the same idea of her as um, uh, as Superman. Yeah, for sure. I think they're kind of... I mean, she's better than him, but yeah, they're the same sort of class of figure. Yeah. 
exactly. This is probably a, a Green Lantern card just because she's already hard enough to deal with from range. So, And then later you get reflexes and ESD sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. Um, Joker clones. Very, very good. Uh, will end up being uh, played a lot, especially because celebrity keyword is a thing. We've already seen uh, Brandon uh, toying with it. I'm sure others have. <clears throat> and uh, just the clones are so hard to deal with, like stealth, double rollouts, plasticity. They're just so mobile and have poison, and then when they die, they blow up. Like, it's just, they're so good. Right. So, so good. Yeah, so it's a 70-point investment. Um, you know, you know what this pair is really good with? Daredevil and Baby Dolls. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I can dig this. I liked it. Now, the only thing that I don't like is that it is dependent on you hitting rollouts. And I hate having to rely on rollouts to generate more of them. Um, yeah, that's not unreasonable. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and the I mean, we the, do have like it doesn't help with the shape change, but we have like the Wakanda map bonus, and if you're spamming this guy, you're probably looking to be high on theme anyway, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're forcing him to come close because Wakanda has a bunch of hindering terrain. Yeah, I think the fact that they have stealth is, like, a huge thing, because then they can't start out winning the rollout, and then, like, you just have them. Mm -hmm. Like, they are something that they have to deal with, either because they're tying up with plasticity and or poisoning. Like, th they will be doing something that makes your opponent have to deal with them. Yeah, except when Black Widow takes away all of that except for Super Senses. Um, right, but then she's committing a, you know, a free action and her <coughs> tradecraft token to a zero-point character, which is like, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Or it may not be the zero-point character. It could yeah, be the actual Joker. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You know, it's one of those things, it's like, so do I think that it's good enough? I think that it could be good enough if Batman doesn't has a way to make a resurgence so that's where i think it if this fits in like this could be an option to deal with black widow um but you have to not have batman yeah that, that makes sense um and depending on how things play out he could be part of a general sort of can't see me, can't deal with me vibe. Like, assuming that they're they make good wrestlers and that those wrestlers have w or have celebrity keyword. Yeah. This is now, I think it's it right now is probably a tinker with it, wait and see figure, but I think there will definitely be a time for it. Yeah. Now, what I do like about this guy with celebrity is I like Daredevil with the space gym packing around the two clones. 
Interesting. Yeah, because so the so Daredevil can get a, these guys and these guys are also good at equipping because yes. they do have the leap climb and they have sidestep. Yeah, I um, um I played them with uh, unthemed Immortal Hulk just because like they are really good you know death fodder for his trade. They again help with the equipment like they just do a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I'm liking this guy more and more. I just hate that it's relying on rollouts how many of these do you think you need to own if you're going to play them um well i guess it depends if you're playing more than one of the like set because you can like it doesn't have like the ko all the copies thing like cable or whatever oh that's true i don't know if running more than one set is worth it like that's 140 for the six like that that just feels like that's that's like half your team but like what are you doing um I, I guess, guess you're trying to poison them to death, hopefully. Yeah, assuming you're playing more than... Assuming you're just playing one, you start with three, six... Seven. I think even six is, like, theoretically reasonable to own. Maybe try and borrow more, because, like, from friends for the actual tournament. Right. Um. I think if I was committing to having this guy as an option i i had 10 loki's so i don't see why i wouldn't go for that here yeah but depending on price because if it's if this guy is nuts it, it's a different ball game but that's just the set in general between like with all some other stuff that we haven't talked about yet sure yeah you know what? i like this joker i can i can be a fan i can be a fan um, common Amanda Waller. If her keywords were better, I mean it's only yeah. common, right? Like you're gonna get her. Like yeah. this is you should have her. Put her in the in the box for later. Yep. Um, common Amazo. <laughs> Oh, if Black Widow wasn't printed, he'd be, like, just one of the best things in modern period. Yeah. But then again, I mean, he also is just the popper format, pretty much. Yeah. You got it. I, I mean, I think that's it, right? I mean, Amazo is absolutely amazing and would be game-defining if there wasn't for Black Widow Chase. Because she just gets him, and he just gets punched right in the face. Shot yeah. right in the face. Like, if, or wait, I, just, I can't remember how she's worded. She says, like, they can't use the powers, right? She can't use powers unless they're printed on the die. Okay, so it would affect his damage reduction, okay. Yeah, it would, because yeah, cause then he only has willpower, right? So... Well, actually, not even, because it's indomitable. That's the other thing with them. They have to have literally printed willpower on the defense. You know what? The Infinity Challenge guys are coming back and saying, look at us. Yeah. Not affected by Black Widow Chase. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, also a common, like, he is, like, I think just by far the best thing in Popper right now. And you know, you never know. Maybe Widow won't be good because there'll be something that just deals with her. I don't know. Yeah, so it's one of those things. Go ahead and get him and get the team up card. You know, flash team up card. I think is the best one. 
Well, I think you need to get all of them because the the team of cards matter in the mirror a lot. Like I played against I played against him in that post rotation poppers twice now, and I knew that because they were going to pick the obviously pick the hypersonic option, I had to pick another option to not share a power. So you do kind of need all of them. I guess. Yeah. Also, you know, well, I mean, just if you're thinking about a budget, like if I'm going to invest in one, you probably invest in flash. Yeah. I mean, I do think you need a second, like I said, for the mirror. Sure. Uh, and, and, and for that one, I would probably go with uh, green lantern just because like the range option opens up so much other stuff. Yeah. Especially if you can get pulse wave on him from like Nimrod or I don't know, just in general. Sure. Yeah, I also, I like, I'm just a fan of, I'll be <laughs> honest, Hot Girl card. Um, because I just love Sidestep. Yeah, and you're probably getting, like, I don't know, I've considered playing Dark Tower, just so you get Bolt, there's your Hypersonic, and whatever. And obviously, he's already so beefy, like, he he can be, I mean, he's essentially, what he is he's, he's, better stat than Unimind at 150 top dial, and then you have the close combat extra option sort of thing. Right. Yeah. No, I can see I can see all the cards in their theoretical environment, except for Hot Girl not functioning in uh, in Popper. But yeah. Oh, there's no Hot Girl that's common or uncommon, is it? Yeah. So, so far, yes, I played against... Ooh. I played against uh, Wes Summers playing Amazo. I picked Superman and ended up super strength killing his. Uh, Green Lantern... Just because running shot's good, and obviously I would pick Flash if I was playing against not Flash, right? Not uh, not Mirror Match. So yeah, I mean yeah, if you only had to get one or two Flash and one other one is fine. Makes sense. Um, I would say this. So up next is Jonah Hex. Um, I like that they have worded him correctly. Yeah. Because there's things like, uh, what, the Thor chase from Captain America that's not worded correctly? Yeah, he has weird weirdness going on, yeah. Right, so, like, in this case, it's just when targeting a single character. So if you give him extra bolts, he doesn't get to blades them all. Um, so, but I think, what, we could say good casual piece? I... I gotta say, even though, like, he has stuff that doesn't work anymore, I still like the con exclusive. Like, I don't know. Really? If, if, I don't know. If if we're talking casual, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's just too, he does literally one thing. Like, I feel like he'll get to make one attack and he'll just get killed in casual. I don't know. Like, if you're just getting the game and you don't have a Jonah Hex, it's fine. But just, if you own, if you own the con exclusive, or, I mean, I do, so I would just do that but that's not to invalidate this piece on his own terms he is definitely good like range blades is good yeah that's true if you're talking casual i'm assuming that means golden age so you know yeah you're true that's true that's true um shazam he is pretty cool i don't see the hype at him at lower points it just feels like he's gonna never get to make an attack or maybe get to make one with a 10 attack and then drops to nines but the top dial i can see being a thing and sealed or just casual 
Yeah, it feels like it's also it also feels like Shazam is just another one of those characters that hasn't been given a lot of depth. No, yeah, he doesn't like even the champion one, like he makes attacks and he has an immunity, but he doesn't like do anything interesting. Right. I think that, actually, you know what? I wouldn't mind his uh his low point as a a bronze age call in, like penetrating quake is like a thing. Mm-hmm. And what's wait? Is there? Yeah, he's quintessence inspiration. I think so. That's like cool. Yeah. Speaking of Bronze Age call-ins, would uh, Vixen become one for you? She had a card, right? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think she was sense. I'm just trying to remember the inspiration. It was Super Senses. Um, I. I guess okay. So the Justice League, the Trinity War one doesn't work anymore because she can't pick power. So that's beginning of the turn. Uh, Streets of Gotham is just yeah. I guess she's. I mean, she's the best because there's just no other good options. Yeah, but it's a pretty versatile piece, right? To be able to call out a charge flurry piece or a poison piece or exploit blades. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's versatile as a as a, a good super sense option. Yeah. She's not unreasonable. But I wish that she had, like, I don't know, like, Reflex's Super Sense as a special power. Like, I wish she just had, like, one more thing. Like, the, the, the point investment is just a lot, considering what you can get for, you know, that's a Lockjaw. That's a Jason Wingard. Like, you can't tell me that I'm supposed to pay the same as this is for those characters, you know? That's very true. Uh, Cheetah. I think she is quite good, and honestly, if Animal is a thing, I think she is, especially because, uh, I mean, I've already mentioned the Wakanda bonus. Uh, it's extra good for Animal theme, because then they get protected outwit on their senses and blades. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if you're playing her, like, you have every turn, you have, she gets to reroll blades two times, and then, you know, you have to hit her senses three times. And also she has Injustice League. She says good keywords in general. Wish she had scientists because she would deserve it theoretically, but she's not the be all or end all, but I think she's reasonable enough in the more limited keywords she has. That's a uh, fantastic explanation. Because I was just going to say it was kind of a generic dial and I was going to write her off, but Rerolling or having since three senses rolls makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and also, is there exploit equipment? I guess I can't. I don't think there is, right? Not post rotation. No. Yeah, because it's the Thor one. Well, you can get the pick a power things. No, <laughs> no, you're not using that. Man. But yeah, like for give food, her another, give her an infinity gauntlet. No, um, but yeah, like. And then, or, or give her flurry. Like, if you give her flurry, she makes two attacks, and then she gets, you know, to roll blades two times for each attack, or once for each attack, and then you have a reroll for each. Like, if you if you do anything to make her better, she's just actually a threat. Mm, that's true. Not that she's, like, an S-tier figure, but I think, I don't know, she's a solid, like, oh, I'm, I'm building animal because Lockjaw is good. What can I build with it sort of thing. Yeah, I like that. It's too bad Copperhead is not even close while following her in the set list. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think 
a good casual piece moving on. Yeah, I would still rather play the Trinity War one. Yeah. Um, Uncommon Superman. I mean, you even like just the ten point option is a thing that will be used, and then yeah. you have the full point for casual or good and sealed. Yeah. Um, like yeah, like the ten points you get an equipping sidestep character. He's a taxi. His stats are reasonable. He has full range of Superman. Like there's just for ten point filler. I don't think there's any complaints to be made. No, and does he get the Justice Lord's trait at ten no. points? No. No, it's exclusive to the uh, the higher points. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean sidestep close combat expert for ten points, ten for three. It's just really, really, really good. Yeah, like your opponent, like you're going to equip with him turn one, and then you're going to carry. And then your opponent's going to be like, oh man, this is actually good enough to do damage. Do I have to deal with it? And then you're okay with it. Or, you know, if they do anything to change their game plan because you have this, you're happy. And mm-hmm. even just the equipping and taxiing turn one and two is, that's all. That What, what more do you need at that point? Right. Yep, you've got it. Well said, Jay, well said. I was looking at Sinestro before I looked at his point costs for the uh, the Pulse Wave stuff. Yeah, like, uh, toughness. Like, perfectly for, good for casual. Like, cheap, super cheap Sinestro was a thing that there wasn't really before for, uh, for that environment. But uh, That's true. Yeah, he does not make our list <laughs> for uh, Pulse Wave for later in the show. And not even for Popper. Um, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with the actual dial, but except for the point cost. Yeah, it's just it's just a standard sort of Sinestro Corp style. Yeah, like this looks like the recruit. Like didn't the recruit have like running shot, nine attack, pulse wave, or something? I think it's pretty close to that. I am just looking it up now because I'm curious. The recruit was yeah I got it exactly right the same for pucks pet yeah it's literally the same dot like that was running shot pulse wave toughness and that perplex yeah yeah it's the same thing just a full character and yeah it's not quite there <coughs> um uncommon flash he's a weird one for me just because like if you just read his card. And you see that that trait, you're like, oh wow, that is a hell of a trait. Oh wait, this dial and those points. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, Flash occupies a square on the edge of the map, and that edge is the longest edge of the map, or tied or tied for it, so I guess that's if he's in the corner of the map. Um, place him in the same row or column. On the opposite edge of the map from that edge, he can't be placed in a starting area this way. Yeah, basically, if you're in, like, A1, you can jump to A24, as long as it's not a starting area. Right. So, like, this would be phenomenal if ID cards were still a thing. Oh, that's true. Oh, damn, that would be a thing. Yeah. So, like, just voop over, call something out, or call something out, voop away? Yeah, pretty much. 
and also like the team card with Green Lantern is super cool because you can just swap their squares. But like, why are you playing that? Oh yeah. Well, if there was ID cards, right? Yeah, or if you could do it with like thirty point Casey Green Lantern. Oh, like, he can't. Those can't be placed though, right? Yeah, th- yeah. The immobile stops that, but yeah, that was my one of my first thoughts. Man. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, I feel like sometimes they make these cool effects and then they put them on these overcosted characters. Yeah, it's true. Which is funny because then the next character also has that. <laughs> oh, the sideways perfect. Thanks, thanks, whoever made the set list. Uh, let's see, so what the... Uh, Red Tornado. The Red Tornado, it... Uh, what, uh, oh yeah, because she, she's just not as good as the red tornado or i guess that was the guy red tornado no no no. this is i think i mean that the the harley quinn one is a woman and then this one is just a robot but yeah but he yeah he was masculine i guess yeah i guess at the time they thought she was a man just because she was beating people up and stuff um but yeah like the double tk is cool like obviously double tk has been a thing it will be a thing if it's printed and then the stopping the knockback thing is cool, but then the points again. Right. Now, I think that's just still the best red tornado we got in was in Superman Wonder Woman. I mean, there just haven't been that many. Like, we got a Teen Titans one that was really bad. We got that one. We got the Harley Quinn one. And then, yeah. I guess it's fine if we're talking about the robot version. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, not I don't that. even think I want to play this in casual. Like, what, I double TK turn one, and then what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to sh- uh, shit on figures, but it's just, like, <laughs> I just don't, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for you. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, uncommon Batman. <laughs> Uh, I love negative traits that decrease points on figures, and I look at this one and I'm like, where, what, where's the, where's the reduction? Yeah, because it's like a standard Batman dial, um, but that trait to target him with mind control is uh, not good. Yeah, like if that wasn't there, I'd be like, yeah, this is this is 65 points. I can see it. I don't think the trait is actually so bad. Because, like, are they really committing to doing it? But, like, but, yeah, is inherently a negative trait that just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, it feels wrong. It feels wrong that you have this, like, supposedly more brutal version of Batman where he has Justice Lords. But then he starts with Incap. Like, same as how Batman Who Laughs is, like, Joker Batman. But he starts with Incap. Like, I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, it's just a, kind of a bland dial. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Justice... I mean, yeah, if you play the Justice Lords, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, maybe Justice Lords casual is fine. Yeah. Probably good enough for that. Uh, Dr. Emil Hamilton. He is a toolbox figure. I don't know if he's ever going to get used, but... He would have been really good against <coughs> Nick Fury and Shredders. Oh, that's true. 
Because he just says penetrating damage. Yep. He doesn't say anything about uh, attack or whatever. Yeah. Might have might have been good enough in another life. Uh, scientist. Scientist is like almost a thing, or like it could be a thing. Brainiac has it. And like I don't know, even just being a character with scientists and he can wildcard carry characters with underworld. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like scientist is either almost there or it's there, and then he's just another option. True. And I think yeah, just having wildcard is like having wildcard in a world where you can have underworld on any team. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, again, uncommon. If you if you want to use them, just have them. All right, Tracy Simmons. I resent this figure on principle because she was in one episode with Booster Gold and, like, always breaks team with him. So uh, choose an opposing character. Okay, so that character can't use flight and half their speed value. So it's like, um, I think of it like those uh, figures that we got in ADW that were not able to really be used like uh, Foggy and uh, Jessica. All the reporters and stuff? Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking of, like Superman, Wonder Woman. Right, because they were beginning of the turn. Yeah, I mean, we even have that and that with Billy Batson. Yeah, I can kind of see it. And Um, hers hers is at least a free, so she can, you know, get up there and get back out maybe. Like somebody carries her up and then sidesteps her away. And then she sidesteps away. Yeah, you can carry her up and sidestep. Yeah, she she can push onto outwit. Yeah, like everything she does is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um. Um. Uh, all right, Lex Luthor. You know I'm. Is this does this Lex have a uh, armor on in his sculpt? No, he's in like the purple jumpsuit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'm not so mad at it. Yeah, he's the two cards that he gets give him just enough options that he's like fine. Yeah. I don't think he ever sees competitive. Like even though Injustice League is already pretty limited, I feel like they still have more options. Not that he's bad, just that there are better options sort of thing. And also, Superman enemy is basically wasted because post-rotation, the characters that have it are literally him and Parasite Prime. That's literally it. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that. I mean, obviously, yeah, there could be wild cards in the keywords, but, like, it's it's extremely limited. Yeah, that's true. Like, Um, obviously, like, he picks good stuff on his own, and the team cards are good. It's just, like, kind of, eh? Mm-hmm. And I think if you're probably playing him with a team up, it's Star Sapphire or Ultra Humanite. Yeah, yeah, Star Sapphire is probably where it's at. I like that. I like the version that we got in the set. Mm-hmm. Um, uncommon Green Arrow. He is. Oh man, I think I think Lucas said it best on. Uh, I think it was Critical Clicks a while ago, and this is previewed. Like, I don't, like, why does he have that trait? And then he only gets the powers that he can use it with on Click 3. I don't know. Yeah, modifies damage plus one when making ranged attacks. 
He modifies range plus two if he's not within four squares of another character. Okay, can use his displayed attack power as free. Does not affect precision strike. Yeah, because so you're not you... given an action to use precision strike. Whereas a psychic blast, energy explosion, and incap are, you know, actions. Right, and then, yeah, I got you. So well, like, click... yeah, technically you can use smoke cloud on click two, but who cares? Hey, free smoke cloud's always good. Black Widow's proven that one. Right, but then, like, that's basically all the figure's doing. Like, it's not a terrible figure. It's just, like, I wish there was just something top dial or at least pushable as far as attacking goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's displayed. Who are we teaming this guy up with? Just looking at that. Uh, I don't think the date night team-ups are good enough for competitive, just because, like, Question's obviously good. Huntress is like, eh. Canary's eh. He's iffy. So, uh, I would say Superman, but there's like not a good competitor Superman to team up with to get the team up cards. So, yeah. I don't think there's a definitive correct option here i don't think so either i think for casual you're just doing it with black canary just because that's thematic yeah but for like if you are playing in competitive game lantern seems fine uh i don't think i'd recommend playing this guy competitive yeah i don't i don't see it uh static yay we got a static yeah he's definitely yay for static for people that didn't get the convention exclusive I am absolutely for that. Um, and that's about it for me. Yep. Supergirl. I I just... It always bugs me whenever characters have special powers that can't be used together. Yeah, I wish, I wish it was easier to give charge these days. Because, like, specs would turn off the flurry if you gave her charge. Yep. Yeah, I feel with the dial, like I feel like she's another one of those. Like if she was just blatantly undercosted, probably fine. Yep. Aquaman. I don't know what that number would be for her, but yeah, uh, Aquaman is weird. Like the tactile reflexes is annoying, but I guess you could get stealth from Batman. I don't know. I just don't see him doing anything. Yeah, I don't. What does this charge even do? We can use knockback like, hollow adjacent. Also, like, why 17 defend top dial? Like, what is that? I don't it's know. 17 combat reflexes. No, no, I'm saying the trait that gives him regen and defend. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sorry if we're skipping over some of these characters pretty fast, uh, folks. It's just, there is a lot of, there's a lot of characters in the set, and then... There yeah, they're blatantly somewhere. not competitive. There's no point wasting time. Like, right. they're casual, they're casual. Yeah. Yeah, just like, I think the Black Canary is... Plenty casual as well. I mean, her range is limited. Her points are okay. Her special powers only on her top dial. I like that second clip, though, especially if you can give her Batman Tion card. But, yeah. like, then you're talking about Justice League, and then you're just, there's so many other options. It's not going to happen. Martial Artist is probably a bit better because you can play Mandarin, Batman. You know what? No, you can do Prime Batman. Yep. 
So Mandarin. I just wish that uh, Shifty or any of the new Black Widows had martial artists. Oh, that's true. Um, now I have played the question already. How does he hold up to hype? Um, you know what? I I think he did just fine. Although I completely forgot that he had team up cards. Well, he has one. Oh, he just has the one. Literally oh. just the one. Oh, with uh, the, the. I mean, the unless there's one. unless there's some that we haven't seen, but. Okay. All right. Never yeah. mind then. I thought I thought I just totally missed playing the Batman one with him. Nope. He just, okay. just only has the one. Yeah, okay. I think like his like basically his kit is just like fine for the points, and then it's like, oh, I have the dice. I have. He's stealthy and hard to hit. He has that wit. He has unlimited. Like, he feels like a perfectly good package, all things considered. The dice are not as good as other iterations, but he just can do other stuff instead. Like, yeah, maybe you don't want to take a power action to do that, but maybe you'll just move for outwit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally played him. I liked him on my martial artist team. Yeah, I saw him play it on Justice League a couple times, and uh, yeah, he did perfectly good. Yeah, he's fine. Um, Crimson Avengers. I adore Crimson Avenger. That that trait is just inherently just so powerful. Um, so come up, get, get, get carried up, deploy Smoke Cloud, and give them an action token. Yeah, I I normally detest the uh, idea of saying play with Steve Rogers. But I think that there's a lot of stuff there. Like, mm-hmm. play him with Shifting Focus Widow with the Smoke Cloud to turn off. Uh, or get, take away team abilities. If they have a Dark Phoenix on a token, they just die to pushing damage. If they have a Q with a token, like, sort of thing. Or just outwit their Colossal's willpower and they die to pushing damage. Oh. That's, wow. So you, so the way that would work would be Black Widow Smoke Cloud would have to be underneath of them. And then the Crimson Avengers Smoke Cloud would have to be adjacent to the marker. Or if they're multi-base, you could have like one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like generally, yeah. Actually, yeah, hers is they have to be, for clarity, we're talking about the uh, the Shifting Focus Black Widow who has... Uh, Smoke Cloud is free. Opposing characters occupying her Smoke Cloud markers can't use improved abilities or team abilities. Right. Also, for what it's worth, she has Outwit and sees through stealth with uh, Avengers Initiative. So if they just have standard willpower, like, that's just a free kill to pushing damage. And his kit is otherwise really good. Like, his stats are just good. Perplex. Obviously, you're not pulling off the Justice League Unlimited trait unless you have, like, Trouble Alerts. But, like, he just does a lot. Yeah. Now, I thought, but I think the point I was trying to make is you can't stack them. No, not not easily. Well, no, because you, if you put the Crimson Avengers smoke cloud on top of the Black Widow's smoke right. cloud, then you don't need you, to because it's yeah, like they can theoretically position to make it more difficult, but I think it is like reasonably fine to do a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, I'm just you saying, if you if you you yeah. you would lose the Black Widow effect if you stack the Crimson Avengers. Yes, you have to make sure not to do that because yeah, the terrain defaults to whatever's on the the top part. Yeah, exactly. Um, Captain Adam. 
You know, I would say that I am okay with this guy having a generic dial because it's so long for 100 points. Right, and I don't know what else he would do. Like, he has a he has a reasonable enough blow-up power. Like, Captain Adam is not a complicated character to, like, make a dial of. So, yeah. yeah he's, nope. one that, he's one that I don't think needs a lot of depth. No. Um, yeah, I mean, he hits things, he shoots things. Like, yeah, that's about it. Yep, exactly. Um... And this is really, this is really, because um, I think of it was the episode where he keeps Superman from rescuing the question. Uh, basically, yeah, like uh, the yeah. general, like or enlists him because he's still an active serviceman, and then yeah, he fights Superman when they when they he and Huntress go to rescue a uh, question. Yeah, and then you know Captain Adam essentially blows up and has to go repair himself. Uh, yeah, close enough. Like, he loses the fight, and then they have to, like, fix him in the watchtower, basically, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not a drastic blow-up as uh, other stories, like, you know, come, but yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Huntress. <laughs> it reminds me, I've seen, just, just a side note, I've seen people say they want to see a Kingdom Come Captain Adam, and I'm like, what, you want a Gamma Bomb, basically? Like, he didn't do anything. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, Huntress is. I wish her if her stats were just a little higher in like defense on the close dial, or like had a two damage. Like I think she's almost there to be like yeah. reasonable enough. I agree. And just playing the team up, um, like casually playing the team up card is fine. I would keep an eye out and get the team ups just in case they do print a good, you know, good versions of. A good enough version of Black Canary in question to pull this off. Yep. Uh, Shining Knight. I love the team-up card, but I think they just gave it to the wrong one of those seven characters. So... Okay, you don't have to have them all on there, right? No. A lot of the episodes have... You have X... And then you have, like, other effect if you have all of them. Okay. Gotcha. So your minimum attack roll could be a four. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's just what you need, right? Yeah. Or you could, that's you know, true. perplex it. And you can math it, so that's what, you know, you get what you need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I like it. But is he good enough? I don't think so. Man, I don't either. Um, like, yeah, it's just a close attack. Like, it's a close attacking dial with, like, no particular defenses. Like, he just takes damage like any other character. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him for casual, just for the character. But, like, if we're talking competitive, that's just not... This is not what we're looking for. That's right. Um, rare Superman. I really wish that he didn't have that. I, start, I, I wish he... His later dial 13 was, like, removed and then, like, made the top attack values better. Like, starting with an 11 and then going to a 10 on click 2 is really yikes. Really yikes. If it wasn't for that, I would think he's potentially legit just because he has, like, three stop clicks and he has healing. He does a lot of cool stuff. 
printed out wit. Like he's mm-hmm. basically like modern redo of Casey Superman, except for the attack values are questionable. Or like the attack values are good, but in the wrong places. Yeah. I I would agree with you there. It's a good point. Um now I actually do like Justice Lord's Green Lantern potentially because he is offensive. A uh, Justice Lord, yeah, Justice Lord's Green Lantern. Yeah, and uh, the trade is reasonable, and especially because sure. equipment is like the main thing you do now. So. Yep. Um, but costs a few too many points. I don't know. For the amount of clicks that you get, I'd rather see two more clicks and about ten less points. Yeah, I could see like. Yeah, I can see 65, 6 clicks. Yeah. Um, Rare Flash. Um, I've said this before. He's very good, but just there are so many robots. Like Tri-Sentinels, Daydream Constructs, Amazo, um, Brainiac. Sinister, yeah. Yeah, like there's just so many robots that there's no way he's going to make the cut, despite himself he himself being good. Yep. I agree. Uh, uh, boom tube travel, rare Wonder Woman. Um, very good casually, but the consistency is just really not good for competitive. Especially because now that you can see the dials, you know exactly how much to hit her for. So she's, you know, hit her off of charge. Like, I love this one for casual. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's not built for competitive at all. Yep. Blight. Real, another one of those really cool power trait characters, but it's the, they gave it to the wrong character. The dial is just not worth it. Yeah. By the way, Jay, I'm just totally loving your uh, your analysis this episode. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we also did the Mary with the Metal Lab one, so I just like, kind of practiced on this one. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I, I'm totally yeah. agreeing when with you When you have a person that does primers, yeah, it's generally good, although I didn't do them this set. But yeah, yeah. when you're like trying to rush through them, that's, I feel like, a good way to go. Yeah, so Amanda Waller, great keywords. Yeah, she's one of the points. best support pieces in a long time. Yeah, leadership outwit perplexed for 35 points. That's just there. That's just good enough. Uh, but then you add on Mastermind, Stealth, um, and then she gives Batman Family Keyword the future keyword. Um, and at the beginning of the game, choose a combat value. This game, that chosen character modifies that combat value plus one. So it's a permanent perplex on a character. Yeah, and even if she dies, because it says this game. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and you don't even need to use the future part. Like, she just has Justice League. So you could just, like, put her on Justice that's, League. That's right. That's probably what you're going to do. Although, yeah, Future is like, I don't know if Future is immediately good right now, unless I'm forgetting stuff, but yeah. No, you're not forgetting anything. Yeah, I love her. She's, she's. Yeah, I saw PJ playing her on that Batman team. She just does everything that you need. and Yeah, yeah. and she's also got Spy to go with Black Widows even. Huh, yeah, that is also. Yeah, that's a thing. Now, you don't get the Batman Family plus one stuff, but... No, unfortunately. No? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, 290-point Amazo or 150-point Amazo. 
Sorry, just before we go on, technically there yeah. is a Batman family spy, the uh, the Talia Al Ghul from uh, Batman uh, Animated, oh. who is blatantly okay. Like she's she's okay, but technically there is an option if you randomly want. Actually, I did consider her. She has like stuff, but like I don't know, it's not the point. So two hundred and ninety point Amazo. That's ah, oh, it's so. Like, he looks good, but then, like, if you think about it, like, there's just a lot of stuff out there. Like, I mean, you were just talking about playing Mandarin, who's mystical, randomly, right? And, like, there's just going to be other <coughs> random mystical. Right. So I think that the issue that I have with him comes in with Black Widow still. I was going to go before that, but sure, you you go with that. I yeah, know. I mean, I think I just go straight, just cut straight to the case, right? It's because being able to give him shape change and super senses, um, you know, remaker ring and bolt, right? Um, and you, so he gets hypersonic super senses from bolt, and then you equip him with the mandarin ring, the remaker, or even the venom symbiote, and like, I think he's just good enough. Like, I think he just is able to survive, right? I think he could have even survived Batman. Um, uh, I don't know. I just I just feel like... Like, maybe Batman was his only sort of weakness. I just um, think... I don't know. I just don't... I, even before Batman and Widow, I just don't see this being good enough. Just because, I mean, like... I mean, uh, Goblin King was good enough. Right, but Goblin King had different stuff. Like, he picked two powers, and this guy has, like, what, you pick one power? And, um... No, if you, um... Um... Uh, you can choose a standard power that a character within range of line of fire can use. If he's 290, you may choose an additional character and another standard power. Right. But if you're playing him with 290, you're gonna have one character of your own. And you have to rely on your opponent. But I just feel like we're at a point where, like, because there's going to be characters on the map, stats are going to be more important. Like, we're already seeing you know, Batman teams have stupidly good stats. So, you know, if he gets hit or if he just misses, like, if your opponent has a Q with a one on the die or a six, like, you just either absolutely miss or just get hit regardless of your 21 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And only running, like, only running shot. And like for like if you want to go twelve five, that's like okay, but that's still like missable. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I get what you're saying, but I think from my perspective, you know, that that Goblin King player would reach for this. Yes, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. But now Black Widow just makes him a twenty. Or maybe a twenty one. And then I think he still just gets wrecked at that point. Yeah, and you can't shoot them because of stealth bust. Like, yes, it is good for a temple like this to have improved targeting hindering, but then the shifting focus one shuts that down. And then, like, what is yeah. what is? I don't know. He can't charge in because he loses improved movement. Uh, yeah, that too. Like, if it was, like, this exact dial, but, like, just a few less points to accommodate, like, more stuff, like, I don't know, if you could have, like, a Brainiac, and, I don't know, if it was, like, 250, 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe tweak the stats a little bit, like 250. Like it was more build aroundable, but I just feel like him literally being your whole team is like not something that I want to do. Like yeah, not not. This, this is not a full, this is not a, a full point unit mine. That is not the same game. Yeah, I don't know. I think it may be post rotation, maybe. Um, but I think it's something to keep in mind if Widow goes away and Batman goes away. Um, he's just a rare to pick up too, so. Yeah, like I'm not trying to say he's bad. I just don't think he's quite there for a yeah. competitive format. I wish he was the rare prime instead of what we could get as the rare prime. Oh, yeah, fifty point. Uh, he's a still he's a he's a um, prime vampire, which means yeah. not good. I think it, it has never gotten these quite right. Um, now, like, like, I think where he could come into play is if you're playing a casual knight and you're playing with Photon and your opponent is playing Pogs. Sure, yeah, if you have that weird uh, Emilio Bronze Age team or whatever, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um. Yeah, he's just not worth it, I don't think. Um, um, yeah, like, the problem is, like, your opponent's not going to let that stuff happen. No, like they're going to outwit his charge, they're going to... And, like, he's whatever. very killable, like, just outwit his shame change, and he's basically, like, pick him off. Yep. But Sad. also, like, also, like... The... I understand that he, like, picks powers from, like, opposing characters, whatever, but there still needs to be something on the dial. Like, it, you get sidestep when you get all the way there. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be f- perfectly fine and casual. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, I don't know, like, if you really want to make it happen, you can, but... Honestly, not even... Even if he wasn't a prime, I don't think that really makes a difference. No, I don't think so. It's unfortunate. Uh, rare Green Arrow. I don't know why he doesn't have the uh, same trait as the the um, Speedy, but uh, he's a perfectly serviceable casual, and honestly, not going to say competitive, but like, I don't know. I think he does a lot for a not big investment. Yeah, he's a good Golden Age call-in. The 12 attack energy explosion would be good. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, just like the, that, he has good improved movement, leadership and Justice League, he's not easy to hit, not easy to put down with his steel energy. Mm-hmm, but probably not competitive. No. And hey, we got another static in the set, right? Yeah. But it starts with running shot TK? Yeah, I don't know why they give, like, ten poles or, like, characters that are expensive those support powers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I I'm glad that we got another static, but I'm just not excited about this one. Supergirl. Um, I hate the trait. I absolutely hate the trait. So that's just no. Mm. Yeah, she misses she's done. Um, so is thirty point hot girl that exciting 
Batman uh, team-up card makes me say yes. Okay. You occupy, so extra movement, the charge flurry. Um, hmm? I would agree with that. Charge flurry, 11-3, 18 combat reflexes, stealth, and booping two spaces. Yeah. That might be worth it on Justice League. I didn't consider the boop. I was just, like, thinking stealth with reflexes. Yeah. Um, That's probably good enough as a secondary attacker on a Justice League team. Yeah, and, like, if the trait ever randomly happens, you know, there's enough mystical could happen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, and I think this is a good time. Always think about... Even if your opponent's not playing theme, if you're playing a piece like this, make sure to look at the keywords on their card. Yeah, I just realized, like, even if they're Wendigo healed, she can double tap them. That's like, right. They'll stop, and then just they take they take the pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Mandarin is mystical. Just trying to look now quickly. Um, some wrestlers, Undertaker, Finn, Kane, both Finns and Kane. Yep. Um, Undertaker's I mean, relevant because it, Sentinels, but what? I said Undertaker's relevant because it gets him past his stop click potentially. Yeah, and uh, and Finn is just good. Um, Wendigo, like I said, you can double tap. <laughs> it literally does nothing against Daredevil, but uh, technically, um, <laughs> no, no. Well, hold on. It could. Be good against Daredevil. What on the last kill? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't, you know, I don't thinking about how the timing would work. I don't. It's a weird. It's a weird situation where it could work. No, you would. You would have ordered active effects it to. Uh, or no, wait. You. Yeah, you take the token off after resolution. So I think you would just order it so that they take the token off, the six yeah. token off first, and then you resolve but, your. But so. she's got three. But she's got three damage. So she's more than likely spinning him around. So it would have to be if you have like a low damage value or, you know, something like that, just to get that instant kill right off the charge flurry. Yeah, like if you really need to do it, you'll get it done somehow. Not, it's the the mystical stuff is not qual is not uh, quantity as much as quality. I will say that's, that's true. Also, just yeah. Also, uh, double, uh, killing a Billy Batson in one hit is the thing. Mm. Poor Billy. I keep on wanting to make him work at forty, but like it's just—I don't think it's gonna ever happen. Mm-mm. Not yet. Uh, I love play. I love the the fact that they made the the, the Flash Jim card for this Martian Manhunter. So dumb. Like here, you have traded super senses, but here have another source of super senses because yeah, it's just uh, one of those things. It it disgusts me a little bit that that some of that stuff makes through. Unfortunately, it makes me really sad. Yeah, I mean, what? It's just the copy and paste mentality. It just kind of sometimes it just happens. It's sad enough that we talk about Speedy. Yeah, I mean, I want to mention the JSA team card is cool. I don't think it's going to have potential, but it is a thing. Mm. I agree. I mean, yeah, Speedy is kind of a one-trick thing, but, like, if you make it happen as a thing. We didn't get a... There's no Golden Age Speedy card, is there? No. Card? 
No. What do you care? You don't play that format anymore. Well, you know, I mean, I don't, but it's always something to keep track of. Yeah, but that's a no, unfortunately. There have been some good versions. Yeah, I mean, there was some talk on Facebook this week about a, a good, like, what would a Bronze Age format look like? And, you know, for me, it looks like a, you know, a format that's been well-written and errated by uh, official WizKids judges and ran... Well. Um, by uh, you know though not the judges I guess I should say but the 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 sets that are not modern or not post rules change are rewritten and errated correctly with new wording so and then it's you know it's officially ran yeah um, I mean this isn't official but Joe Pangrazio like made a whole document of translating the uh, powers I think he did a very good job yeah. So if that, I mean, yeah, if they could take his document as a base and, you know, um, they could make it happen if they wanted to like get somebody to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally down with it. If it's, you know, in the official format where yeah. the official, the official eyes are making rulings on things. So, yeah. Also, this just went up on McConnell Lamar wanted to run golden age, uh, golden age, win a map and we kind of figure out a format together. That's that literally just like he just posted that on on the groups and stuff. But basically, we did uh, Golden Age. Basically, no additional game elements besides like equipment and like special objects, uh, as well as Pat's ban list and a couple other random things that are a problem. So, mm-hmm. hmm. it'll be a thing. And it's 400 points, which I didn't. That wasn't my idea, but that could be interesting. Yeah, it could be a neat intro to that. Yeah. Um. Run vigilante. Right. vigilante. I am happy that this got made for casual. Uh, the power, special power is good enough for like being a thing. I just don't know if it can be made to work. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, it's just so bland. Like, so this just dials bland. Um, Shade. Shade is super good. Yeah, Shade's It's kind good. of, like, differently good to that Pixie, but, like, I think better. Because, like, she mm-hmm. carried people and placed them away, but he can, like, yoink people that aren't adjacent sort of thing. Right, so he can pop out yeah. smoke, then carry phase away with someone. Yeah, because he has, just for reference, his trait, he has Passenger 3... Only to characters, only to carry characters that occupy his smoke markers, even if not adjacent. And then he has free smoke cloud up to uh, the number of markers equal to the number of action tokens on opposing characters, which itself also synergizes well with the Injustice League trait. Hmm. But yeah, theoretically, you could like carry somebody that's like three squares away, or if you could somehow get them under the smoke, and like you could do all sorts of sticky stuff. It's a he has mystical. Yeah. Justice League, that's pretty much it. But, yeah. yeah it's funny now, mystical... looking at a 45-point character, not being like, oh, I hate 45-point characters, because now it doesn't matter. Right, exactly. Solomon Grundy does not live up to the Slosh version. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically all you need to say. All right, Batman Beyond is very expensive. Why is he so expensive? He's got a big toolbox, that's for sure. 
So he can do the boom tube. Uh, okay, so you can't draw a line of fire to him if he's adjacent to blocking terrain. So that's relevant. Does that combo with the zero ring? Like that's you can just place a. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't say printed. Yeah, it can be like yeah. a random barrier you put up. Sure. Okay. Uh, precision strike, and then he can use blades, claws, ee, in cap, poison, or smoke cloud. That one is surprisingly not really relevant. No. So it's the damage it's power we're after here. So leadership. Um. CCE perplex outweigh shape change. Yeah, and I think any in any given turn you'll want to use at least one of them, or maybe even be able to use more than one. Right. So, and this is obviously to meant to pair with the Amanda Waller, right? Yeah, and or you could still play him with the uh, old man Bruce Wayne from Batman Animated. Ooh, or you could play both of them together. Yeah, that too. So, yeah, maybe this guy, maybe Batman Beyond does have enough. Right, because if you play him with a Waller, you get a stat already. If you play him with Bruce, you get basically offensive problem and outwit. Uh, you can pick shape change here, or you can pick like perplex here and get like equipment. I don't know. It feels like it. It feels like built for casual, but like could be a thing depending on how the environment looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like zero ring on this guy, no line of fire. Yeah. Oh, and it's not even on your turn or their turn. Yeah, it's just period. Yeah, they can't prob him. Yeah. Now that's relevant. Yeah, he still might just cost too many points, but I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, but I mean, if he has shape change, 18, invuln, has to be close attacked. Oh, yeah, for sure. And a Waller's thing could go into defense too, right? Yeah, it probably does. So... I, I think this might be worth it. I might I might be convinced that Batman Beyond is worth his money. I think it's worth at least playtesting and seeing how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Bardo, we've talked about her because we got to preview her. Oh, yeah, you did. Um, uh, Close Booster... Combat Dial now is just a hard sell without WWE is all I need to say. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, Booster Gold. Um, I think he could be a thing. Because uh, Skeets still exists up his stats. Like, he gets, what, plus two attack, uh, PD enhancement. You have his own perplex. Uh, yep. Yeah, so even just with what they have between the two of them, it's a 12 attack, uh, four damage, PD, and then he has his own perplex to do five damage, 12 attack, prob. Like, yep. that's only 115 points Yeah. in future. So, yeah. You, I think you got it. And if you give this guy some equipment, then he really becomes over yeah, the top. Like he, yeah, his, his printed stats make him look more underwhelming than he will be, and he could definitely be a cannon. Yeah. Good old Booster Gold becoming an offensive cannon. Never thought I would have said those words together in the same sentence. <laughs> um, I like this. I, I like this Booster Gold. Um. Now, next up is a character that, surprisingly, I didn't think I would like, but I do like him. Uh, Stripe. Yeah, uh, he's just surprisingly solid. Yeah, I mean, 30, I mean, we're talking about 35. 35 for sidestep, flight, invuln, uh, defend. 
Like, 18 defend is, like, my minimum number where I can say it's okay to use defend. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I disagree. Um, Leadership and JLU trait, yeah. And perplex. Um, when he uses leadership and succeeds, when he uses perplex, he may modify combat value plus two. Um, so, the, I mean, those are all just good things in the 35-point package. Yeah, like, he's kind of, like, limited theme prez with a reducer as well as topped off perplex, but also mm-hmm. is, like, a sidestepping tap. Like, he does, like, basically everything you want a support piece to do now. Except for prob, but you're probably name theming him anyway, because like you're not playing armor. Probably he just, not. Yeah, he just basically does literally everything a support piece can do, except for like actual support, the power. Yep. I, I I like strike. A lot of utility there for the points. And for what it's worth, uh, onslaught does have armor, so. Oh. Maybe he's there with his good onslaught buddy then. Yeah, I mean, leadership on onslaught is a thing. Perplex, yeah, it's all it's all a thing. Mm. Now you got me thinking about that. You can play a couple of stripes and body blocking with onslaught. It's it's too bad onslaught gets wrecked by. Black yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Well, it's like it's even it's, I don't know I keep going back to it. It's like even worse. It's even worse than say Kobik. No, I, I've started. I've started making a list of all the stuff that you just completely invalidates. Right, because like Kobic take away your power cosmic, and then but you still had to have outwit to get rid of all of the stuff. Now I know onslaught got has all of his thing. I think in that one special damage power, um, and of no, course onslaught's no, onslaught's the, not a go well, ahead. Yeah, he has the problem on damage, and then the attack power is the weird knockback thing, but then his yeah. like free thing is traded. Oh, okay. But, yeah, like, on but, dial, he has phasing and invon. Yeah, and that's it. Um, Stargirl, another neat 30-point character with a stop click. With the pulse wave. Yeah. Um, so, Perplex, Justice League Unlimited trait. Um, and then, when she hits... She can give them a mobile. I don't think she's actually hitting. Or she can use TK. Um, it it feels like it doesn't add any points, so it's like whatever. Yeah. No, I think uh, this one, Stargirl's great. Um, cosmic is a thing. I don't know why they keep on giving it to her. I mean, because it's named the Cosmic Rod, even though that's not a thing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thematically, I don't get that one. But 30 <laughs> points, sidestepping Justice League. Yeah, she's she's right up there with Stripe as far as usability. Uh, I mean, I think a little less so, but in the ballpark, sure. Well, I think what gives her the nod is her stop click is last click versus uh, the other click. So she yeah. has a little bit more survivability. It's just a shame that stop or that uh, pulse wave will still basically get through energy shield. That is true. Yeah, which is relevant for our Pulse Wave discussion here in a little bit. True. Um, which I think I want to, like, when we get to the chases, um, I think what we'll do there just um, as a heads up, because we've got a little bit more to talk about that I want to go over 
Uh, I think we'll probably do a re-ranking of sideline pieces post-rotation as another segment, which you're which you're welcome to be on again uh, for that if you want, Jay. Sure. Uh, because I think that talking about the chases in and of themselves is not fair unless you talk about Batman chases with them. Sure. So, um, Warhawk falls into your close combat dial. Yeah, like he starts to do other stuff, but like, yeah, it's. I I did I did consider him on a really weird roundabout thing because I wanted to. Uh, because he shares Warrior with Eddie Guerrero, I wanted to give Eddie Guerrero uh, Beetle Pod to have the wing symbol, and then he would get charged for his flurry, and it's just so whole. It's just so hard to give charge in addition to another power after rotation, because Spex yeah. takes away like your flurry or whatever. Yep. Exactly. But no, it's the same thing. I was wanting to play him with Star Fox before pandemic. Oh yeah, that's a thing. That's a pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Given like, the old charge flurry Mjolnir. Was six squares, and then yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Mjolnir would give him eight. Oh, man. I'm looking at Darkseid, and that is just a really... That's really sad now. <laughs> I know, right? Because uh... Darkseid probably has one of the best impervious powers that's been printed. Yeah, especially when we consider he also has Mastermind, yeah. Right. And snap, just like that. Well, it's funny because, like... Technically, this power isn't protected outwit in and of itself, so Kobik could get rid of Quintessence, then you could outwit it. But since that's less of a thing, because Kobik is just inherently less good, and then, yeah, Black Widow is better than Kobik in some ways. Right. So, yeah, it, it just, it, just it, it hurts me, because, like, Darkseid and Amazo would have been kind of like a go-to standard team that you could have handed a newer player. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's still worth but, talking about how good Darkseid is, not regarding that, because she could get watchlisted or, like, I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, I mean, we did talk about Darkseid a little bit already, but, like, Tyler Tyler loves and hates Darkseid at the same time. Um, but, like, his cause is traded Mastermind, uh, and when he uses it, healing one click. Uh, his imper his apocalypse armor, one of the best impervious powers ever printed, and the Omega Beam is actually really good if you give Darkseid some equipment. He's just basically like they said, what do we want a ten pole to do? Because he has like free attacks across the map, he has mastermind, he has a really good impervious that he heals off of, and then he has he could every turn phase and then take a token off of himself. So even if you're, if you're off on points, you could never catch him, theoretically, on the right map. But right. then the Widow problem is a problem. But if you don't consider her, I think he definitely has some potential. Right. <coughs> I mean, and you've got to make that Widow turn count, too. Yeah, I don't think it's really... And also, it's not like that power is top dollar either. Like, you have to get him to that click and then do other stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, he just, I don't think he just doesn't survive, is the problem. Yeah. And you can I mean, you can't equip him and give him shape change, because Widow gets rid of that, then pops him, and then pops him again, and he's probably dead. Yeah, basically all you can do against Widow is bear here? Yeah. But that doesn't last forever. No. 
not when you have a 200 point piece yeah sadly um ace i think she's one of the single best uh pieces in the set now i thought i think so as well as a batman counter uh, i don't even think that's i think she's just generally better but you you go for it i'm curious yeah so uh, it's one of those things where like she was going to be really good against batman because she would take out all the dr fate clones sure you know wound everything and and, and probably maybe get you some point potential um out of her um but it's one of those things i think close combat is kind of coming back um and like because wendigos are still sort of a thing um you know mind control jason's still definitely a thing um the zero ring the zero ring tri-sentinel trick is a thing yeah. So there's there's other ways to kill her that don't affect your team. Uh yeah, but I think at the same time she's just a sixty point support piece that just does everything and then it's like, yeah, if you wanna put effort into dealing with that support piece, like yeah, she costs sixty points, but I just feel like paying that much to commit to basically all the support powers you need is fine. Yeah. And like, then, depending on what they have, like, yeah, if they're close combat, her mind control's good. It just really depends on what you need. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I get it. I think she's really good for the package that she is. Um, but like, I, don't, I don't even think about the trait, really. Like, I just like everything. And then the trait is kind of just a thing, too. Yeah, but I don't think she's just over the top OMG that folks have been talking about. Yeah, no, I don't think she's, like, the be-all and all of everything forever. Like, this this type of character cannot inherently be that. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. She's just good enough. Um, now, I like to... I want to group the Atom and the Micron together here, because they kind of do the same thing. And we talked about Micron last episode, and in our questions... Um, uh, what's his name wanted to ask about the Adam uh, Richard Leo um, who's that, that guy yeah that guy um, now Richard was talking about playing the Adam and multiples um, uh, that might be a hard sell because he's, he's just 10 for 2 wait well, I think the Adam had some insane potential, but he was a victim of Corona because I think his best utility was calling in stuff. Like yeah. you, you bring him along, you call in, you can call in Beast, and you have a wood perplex for it. Whereas Micron is straight stats. Like Adam for pre-rotation, sure, but Micron for post-rotation, for sure. I just don't well, I think, think, I, think you play them, I think you could be playing them both. You certainly could. I just don't so feel micro, like... So yeah. Micron voops over, Adam voops over, Adam outwits and perplexes something, 
and then Micron comes in with for the kill. Yeah, but then it's like the atoms aren't really doing a non-free. Actually, I guess you could. Actually, now that I think about it, you could bring them both over. Micron does his thing. You, you don't have to tag along to a bigger character, so you could just have the atom leap and like reposition Micron if you really want to. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like Adam definitely does stuff. Like I, but I just I just think that they were just differently good for different formats. I don't see why he would dominate. I just don't think I don't think he dominates. But I think I just, if you yeah. I think if you talk about the bring somebody over, Adam and Micron follow, then you leap out with Adam taking Micron with you. Yeah, like. I would love to agree because I love the I love Ray Palmer, but I just don't see the dominating part of it, unfortunately. I mean, I don't yes. either. Playing together it, is certainly a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's 19 super senses. I mean, that's not terrible. And stealth is relevant. Yeah, reason it's reasonably relevant. Yeah. So. I like both these guys. I mean, the, the being able to take actions after stuff is yeah. really, really, really. Actually, now that I think about it, I guess being able to attack is always relevant because, like, that's potentially a troublemaker or a trouble alert. Mm -hmm. Like, depending on how things go. Like, maybe if you want a trouble alert, you just perplex down your own attack and then you get Black Vulcan. I don't know. Yeah, and then you penetrating poison them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean,. I still don't see the dominating part of it, unfortunately, but they don't they don't they both definitely have their place. Yeah, Richard used that word dominating quite a bit, right? Uh, I don't think that's the correct adjective to use, but Yeah, I think he is a presence. That is true. Uh, let's see. So we've got Mongol. Another we need to talk about Mongol. Yeah, another hard sell with a close combat dial, unfortunately. Uh, Star Sapphire, Injustice League, Cosmic, Injustice League trait. Um, and then when Star Sapphire attacks a single opposing character with an action token, she can use Precision Strike and modifies her attack plus one for each token. So she can get some pretty insane values there. I don't think you're playing her at high points, though. No. Then I don't know if she's good enough then. I don't know. Like, sidestep TK. Well, first of all, 30-point Justice League is, like, your starting point. And then you have TK okay. sidestep Mystics and okay. Shape Change. Like, she's not... Yeah, like, I, I look at her as she is TK sidestep, and then she has some Justice League, basically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like it. Man, I want to try this Injustice League thing to slow down Widows now. What's the yeah. cheapest one? Is Ultra Humanite the cheapest one? Yeah, there's the two 30-point options of uh, Sapphire and the Flash and then 25-point Humanite. So I just need to play 12 Ultra Humanites? <laughs> you certainly could try. <laughs> um so ultra humanite um leap climb mind control 
Right. No, no, leap. no, 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 no leap. So he's just got the mind control sidestep. When he uses mind control, his range value becomes eight and he has improved targeting. Everything except for can't shoot out of base. Does he ignore regular blocking too? Yeah, he, he has sees through blocking, doesn't destroy, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, and this goes with your animal theme team. It's an That's Injustice true. League. Scientist. It does have scientists. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, Maybe. honestly, even just like having 25 points for that trade is stupid. Yeah, that's true. And also, you just don't care about his full point at all. No, I don't think so. No, you're you're playing. If you're gonna play 50 points, you're gonna play two. That's right. I agree with that. And 25 point TK is nothing to scoff at either. I forgot about the TK. A lot of TK. He does so many things, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? Uh, TK won me a world championship, so I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't ever scoff at TK attacks. No, 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 it's just that he just does so many things, it's like, oh, kind of like oh. with Black too. Like, she just does, like, 20,000 things, I'm like, oh, yeah, she also has just, like, you know. Yeah, running shot side blast or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, with this one, it's just, like, I was thinking about the trade and then the mind control, but, yes, yes TK is a thing. Yeah, Absolutely. TK TK is always good. Yeah, especially now because you want to like TK heavy equipment sort of thing. Yep. Uh, super rare hot girl. Very casual with Justice Lords. Yep, I agree. Martian Manhunter. I want him to be there, and he's like two like things from being there. I don't know. Yeah, the the thing is, is that you can never count on special powers that are mid dial. Pretty much. And and that I think that just sums him up. Your opponent should just knock you past it, never let you have it. Those, yeah, those like there's special, no way to get him there yourself, really. Those, the, the special movement power needs to be top dial in the story, I think. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Casual. No, this is also Lords. Justice Lord, that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, I think all the Justice Lords are casual only, except for the uh, the ro- robot Superman. Yeah. I agree. It's a damn so, good Wonder Woman job for casual, though. It's, like, very defensive, very offensive. It's all good. Yep. Yeah, so I would say this. Unfortunately, I think that the, the chase set is all playable, all collectible, all usable, and a lot of cases, multiples. Um. But I think it'll be best served if we rank them um, with their other sideline pieces from um, Batman Animated. Yeah. Well, yes and no, because like there's some that are just not good enough, and then it's like not even worth talking about, sort of thing. Yeah, I would go ahead and give a shout out to Wonder Twins. Yeah, um, twenty-five point Wonder Twins are insane, but they like twenty-five point barrier exists, so it's like. That's wow. Yeah. And then Brainiac's insane. Double <laughs> main force is going to be a thing at some point. What's that? Double main force Lex at 10. Just because then you can pull off that stupid trait and then you can... Like when you pull off the cake trait and then you like... One Lex uses his tokens to make it a 10 and then the other one gets the tokens and it's an infinite loop or whatever. Oh yeah, that's true. All right. What a fantastic set. 
Um, the starter set we're going to cover with one of our questions. Um, so let's talk pulse wave, Jay. Oh, uh, I just, I just accidentally, I was in realms and deleted my list of pulse waivers. I'll to uh, do it again quickly. Uh, okay, that's fine. So pulse wave, printed pulse wave on dial as a yellow power. Is it going to be probably an up and coming counter to Black Widow? Um, among other things, or among other things that need to be dealt with. Uh, yeah, it'll definitely be a thing that you need to look out for. Right. So the list of things that are going to have that post-rotation is short. Yep. Um, so, like, you're looking at, like... I, I'm just going to go ahead and cut to the chase with the team that I'm looking at with Ultra Chase Captain Marvel... Um, you know, because he's got it on dial, he's power cosmic, he's got Avengers. Um, I'll I'll just go ahead and share the team that I'm thinking of. Um, it's an Avengers team. I think it's got to be enough theme to get the jump on, um, the jump on Black Widows. Uh, so it's Steve Rogers bringing in the Wonder Twins, um, at 25. And, of course, Steve has the sideline of Peggy and stuff. Uh, so then Captain Marvel, uh, Zero Ring, uh, Sharon Carter, and the new Chase Doctor Strange um, with the um, Goblin Glider. I'm glad that I'm not the only person that likes that. <laughs> so you get the running shot pulse wave. Um you get TK from Doctor Strange. You can get plus two rain or movement from Doctor Strange uh, with his portal marker. Um, lots of perplex. Um, lots of leadership. Barrier for Batman. Improved targeting for other things. Like improved targeting elevated, just phenomenal. Um, yep. and, and very rare right now. Uh, you say rare, but I don't even I can't think of anybody else that has it outside of like limited stuff like uh we talked we were just talking about humanite. Uh Arno, right? Arno as well. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. I didn't think about that because it's a special power, but that's fair. Right. Um so I think it's five squares of barriers should be enough to protect you from Batman and Vulture. Um because that's what reasonably you can put out turn after turn. Uh, you get the running shot pulse wave. You have the five damage uh, from Steve and Sharon to be able to running shot pulse wave uh, a black wood, the shifty widow to death because they their power is not protected pulse wave. So you're able to get around that. Um, and, and I think in, in a reasonable manner, because once the shifty widow goes down, there's other things that can come out and uh, do work. Yeah, and you can, like, shoot her the chase normally with Captain Marvel. Mm. And honestly, all you really need to do, like, once you get her past, like, the top two clicks, she's manageable. Or more manageable. That's right. That's right. At least, like, once off the outwit and off the generating the widows, that's, like, probably what you need. Yeah. 
and then you know Chase Strange is probably good enough to um, you know do some attacks, get people into position, um, his his defense good. Now I think an alternate version of that team has Chase Thor and Happy Hogan, so you got a transporter and a second a kind of a second secondary attacker. I don't like Thor at 50, but I get where you're going with it. Yeah, I mean, there's other Avengers at 50 that you could possibly do. Um, I mean, with this team, you could even do a second Steve and bring in another Wonder Twins or somebody else at 25. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. I guess there's not enough stealth there to warrant using your own Shifting Widow, but yeah. Yeah, that's also, I mean, that's also a relevant Just option. Just generally, theoretically, a thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, there is a lot of pulse wave out there, but some of it is buried within, uh, other special powers. But what are you thinking for pulse wave? Uh, the problem with Captain Marvel is that he isn't that built-in running shot. Um, I think Songbird is, like, fine, because she does other things, because, like, she has... For 60 points, you have Barrier... Or, you have, yeah, the free Barrier. that like, gets rid of Barriers. You have Prob. Um, uh, Starfire is still, like, fine enough. Has Cosmic. Um, I guess Gauntlet Panther, technically, but only has a 10 attack on the Pulse Wave clicks, so it's, like, pretty... Eh. And then you can, like, get Penetrating Poison by a, uh, a Recruit, which feels really bad. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, I like I like Lockjaw because he just has running shot pulse wave problem click too. Like, yeah, and and give him all the token effects. Now you probably don't want to give them the action anyway. So if they would want to commit the widows at wit to his pulse wave, that's like kind of fine. So yeah, then you have like the rest of the team. Yeah. So uh, even so, I mean, you can do Lockjaw and Marvel together, right? Yeah. Um, and funnily yeah. enough, uh, you the um. The Thanoscopter Thanos starts off with printed running shot pulse wave. So mm-hmm. like you might you can like oh man, I said a really good idea, but it's unthemed. But like if you wanted to play uh that Thanos at one twenty five, the copter at fifty, and two by two magneto, you could do a lot of shenanigans with the voop. Or with the, the magneto trait thing where you can get like four squares of free placement off of it. I don't know. There's that's that's silly. But I'm going to stop trying to convince myself of it. But yeah, I think that Captain Marvel is probably fine. Lawjaw is probably fine. And Starfire all have cosmic. So it feels like that's a. You're going for cosmic there. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? I mean, it's funny. Most of your pulse wave pieces do have cosmic post rotation. Yeah, there's technically more, but they have it within specials. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, the ones that have it within specials are. Also, for what it's worth, cosmic. Depending on how you play it, cosmic is probably more themable or more theme uh, high initiativeable because like Brainiac exists. Uh, that alone is like a thing. Yeah, and I'm sure there's other stuff I'm forgetting that's like really cheap cosmic. I mean, yeah, there's not much that's actually cheap cosmic post rotation actually. Well, Avengers loses theirs with giant girls, so it's like, right? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, what is like what is Avengers Avengers 
initiative for Mapril look like? Who's <laughs> turning safe engine initiative for that? Well, Black that. Widow's probably four to five. Right. I think I had a Black Widow spy theme at six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's 100 points. Like that, that means a lot these days, or in the post-rotation days. So, yeah. So you can out-theme yeah. them. There's not a lot else that just that really stacks up. Um, that has a top dial. I mean, you got to have a top dial. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of stuff has a down dial. Maybe, uh, oh, you know what I just realized? You, A uh, good tactic is probably to have your own smoke cloud, because then you smoke cloud over their smoke cloud, then you get your improved movement back. Yeah, it's not the improved movement that's really the issue, I don't think. I think it's the targeting. Well, if you want to charge in. But, you yeah. know, they bo- they're both relevant for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think a lot of teams, I think what Black Widow shuts down a lot is the movement, or the, the targeting more than anything. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I agree that it's primarily that, but I think that the uh, movement is also a thing that could matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, which Queen LaFay? I wanted to agree with that, but then I realized that she doesn't have any movement powers after you widow her. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, well, she, she could be TK'd into place. And then, yeah. She might be able to be TK'd into place. Yeah. She also doesn't have her special perplex either. God, it's awful. All of that makes me so sad. But at least she yeah. does have it. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like a watch list is like not far down the line. Mm-hmm depending on how results go, or if they print something that somehow, like, I feel like it's more likely that she gets watchlisted than she gets, like, uh, hard-countered, because I don't think that, like, exists. No, it'd be hard to say. Unless we get, like, a new copycat. Oh, no. No, thank you. Dear God. Oh, yes, please. I'll be... If it makes you happy, I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, if it makes me happy, you don't like it. That's a good. That's a good plan. Um, let's go to our listener questions. Yep. So, which is the better duo? Brian Poland asked. Uh, starter Manhunter with Starter Soups or Starter Flash? That's a good question. Um, I feel like how the environment looks, Flash is just inherently better. Because, like, he'll ping everything. Like, he'll ping Fates, he'll ping Wendigos, he'll ping other retails, or just, like, I don't know, pinging stuff is generally fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, whereas Superman attacks one thing twice. Like, they both have their merits, for sure. But I just feel like in the overall general generalizing probably flash yeah i mean superman does have that influence ring trick where he can make a second attack against them um but yeah i like flash i think flash is going to be the better combo I'd, i'd agree with you there um Next question, Colin Bell. Uh, what is one piece that is rotating that you always thought was good but never got its day in the spotlight? We actually went set by set. Were you on for that one, Jay? That sounds right. Yeah, that was about three or four episodes, uh, Colin. 
That's uh, crazy. We went, that was a, was that few. Yeah, we uh, we went over all of the uh, figures in that set that we or each set that we thought should have gotten more spotlight. I can't. Uh, remember. I'm just trying to remember what like or like look at the sets and see what single one. Yeah, like uh, like, like the most deserving. Like uh, like the one that always sticks out to me is uh, from Elseworlds was um, Bizarro Police. Um, yeah. Would be like a good example, uh, or like the Frost Giants from TMT. Yeah, that's that's agreeable too. Yeah. Like people collected Mudmans, but like, were they ever really played that much? No, not enough. And like near the end there, they could like call in like actual IDs, like they could call in Iceman at fifteen. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think I have five or six of them. And- Never got to really see their time in the spotlight. But, they, but something like that, I don't think really would have counted because it did get played. Yeah. We, 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 think... we talked about a lot of things that just never got played at all, really. Sure. Um, so uh, DJ wants to know, who is your favorite clicks player that always turns in their stuff late, and why is it DJ? Uh, it's actually everybody. It's just yes. everybody. <laughs> yes. So for those of you that play Rock Online, please be punctual with your stuff. Please, please, please. Yeah, I've had DJ literally submitting it like the, the hour before Mark or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Robert Valentine wants to know about the Black Widow Dominant. It's won nearly every post-rotation event since it's been announced. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. At, least, at least some version of it from the set, whether it's been the Chase or the Shifty. The Rock Online stuff, it's won, I think, the majority of them. Yeah, I won one vote post-rotation, one map, with not that. Um, I haven't been keeping track of that as much. But yeah, uh, yesterday, the post-rotation, one map, it was, uh, the exact team was uh, first and second. It didn't end up being a mirror match in the last round, it just how the place since went. But yeah, the uh, double Captain Marvel's Widow Chase team placed uh, first and second. Yeah. Blech. Um, Stephen Brambera, we talked about Star Lab scientists and multiples. I like it. Richard, we commented on Adam. Robert Sedani is back in action. Uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad to have him back and up. Um, Nathan Deal wants to know uh, what have you learned from recent online matches? Uh, does Black Widow Chase really beat Batman? Uh, and Jason, yeah, yes, it, it does. Yeah, 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 it it really does. Um, yeah, uh, I had a game where I played against Nate playing the Widows, and I had Jason, and there was literally nothing I could do until I got the opportunity to retail with that uh, Dark Phoenix. But that was like literally, I if that hadn't have happened, there was just literally nothing I could have done. Right. Yeah. It's it's so sad. And that was like shifting focus, not even the the chase. That's like they're they're just two entirely different things of that do ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I mean Nathan, it, it's I mean those of us that have been, uh, I mean I've been playing quite a bit. I know Jay's been playing probably more than I have been, and it's just so hard to find a good counter. I think that's why I'm resorting to Pulse Wave as an option because it could work. 
I mean, even oh, if there is a counter other than that, you can't giant reads. That's improved. Like you can't. Like there's no characters. Well, they say they well, see through stealth. Like yeah. No, no. So the thing is, is that giant reach itself does work, but giant reach gives you improved targeting hindering. So if you can't use that, then you can't see them in stealth. Right. Whereas old giant reach would have worked. Right. So that's the that's the gotcha on that one. Um, and why is Eddie Guerrero the best piece in Hero Clicks? Um, he's because up I there. Agree with you. Yeah, he's yeah, up there. Uh, it's it's really weird because I normally like theme, but I just can't really theme Eddie. So I'm always just like I want to play Eddie. Yeah, I'm constantly that, building with Eddie, so I that, agree. And that Zach Strong asked that question. Yeah, like I think maybe like I just play all Eddies and Kobik. I'm looking forward to WWE being a viable keyword, hopefully. Yeah. Now the thing is, is that uh, Zach uh, Widow does get rid of Eddie's prob, and yeah, if he misses his super senses, then he gets knocked to a stop click, then poisoned by the recruit. Well, no, he would still get to heal because it's on. Yeah, yeah, he would still get to heal, but he would be on his stop click for like the last time. Right, but then she like still has to shoot him. Like you have, still have to attack him in close. Yeah. No, I'm with you. It's not it's not an end all be all thing, but yeah, um, it's I think, not great either. I think the WWE team ability being encountered at range was a good direction, and then they just kind of like went too far. I would say with this. Yeah. Now I've been thinking about a, an equipment for Eddie, um, and it's the uh, oh, what is it called? What's the guy's name that carries the glaive? Corvus's glaive. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize until somebody pointed it out that you could uh, blades with Eddie on his triple flurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one through three, you get penetrating damage. And then you also get once per game regen. So like penetrating triple flurry when you roll bad or just super high when you roll high um, is pretty freaking good. Yeah, it's unfortunate that rolling high doesn't do anything, but uh, I mean, but you get to roll high, right? It's four damage. No, because his trait says that uh, when oh. he make, does the flurry, it's, uh, he caps his damage at three. So it's always penetrating? No, I guess because your, your, your blades roll would still be high. It's just yeah, not yeah, penetrating. The glaive is based on the physical die roll. Gotcha. So you have a 50-50 chance of there being penetrating damage. Yeah. Or even if you roll a one, it's still two pen. As long as you don't have invincible, it's still fine. Yeah, that's true. If they don't have Invincible, you probably just use your printed three then and crack the yeah. Invincible, then go for the penetrate. Is that like the main blades outside of specs? I guess it is. Or yeah. blades equipment. It's so weird that there were so many things, but now there's just less options. Yeah. yeah Eddie's <sighs> good, Zach. Eddie's good. Um, I think I so, would see Eddie as like my top three in just Hero Clicks post rotation. Mm hmm. Um, Aaron Morgan, what are your thoughts on how some player, players completely hate the idea of the game without IDs and some of us love it? 
Um, so I have an answer prepared for this one, Jay, then I'll let you answer it. Yeah. Um, so the con, the, the concept here of no IDs, I think makes it a lot easier for some players to play. Um, because if I can call out a storm and single target pulse wave, one of your characters, then that's going to be bad for you. So you have to think a lot less about positioning um, to some extent because you're not just going to get single target pulse waved. You, you So there's a layer of complexity that I think is more – there's a layer of complexity removed from the game that I think it makes more appealing for a lot of players to not have to think about it. I think – and they're more okay um, – with there being more matchup luck and dice luck involved. Um, now, there is still plenty of strategy in how you build your team um, and playing powerful pieces, um, you know, but you end up with a very narrow set of things starting out here where Widow's, Widow's dominating. Um, so... I think players can completely love the idea as long as they're okay with everybody just playing Widows against each other pretty much or some sort of counter to Widows um, that happens to be good against the rest of the field. Um, But I I think a lot of players hated that, well, I can just call out a Cyclops and shoot your piece. Or I can just call out a Storm and wipe that piece off the map. Um that that was that was inherently powerful but so you had to think about how to position your team to keep from doing that and some teams just couldn't deal without it now i think that those players i think myself personally i liked ids because it gave you those options but if we're just going to go retire go straight into black widow meta i don't i i find that very hard um to say that IDs were a bad thing whenever IDs can just take care of Black Widow. But, so Black Widow coming out has, has ruined a lot of my thoughts on post-rotation being this more Nirvana state. What do you think, Jay? Oh, that's an awesome good to go. Um... There's just a lot of factors to it, uh, such as some people having played before IDs were a thing and have a, a general idea of how the game goes with stuff being on the map, which I don't disagree with at all and I agree with, but it's still it's a different perspective than, you know, somebody like I, I think PJ hasn't played competitive without IDs. I haven't as, either. As one example. Or yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure about you. Yeah. Um so yeah, you see the game just inherently differently than somebody who played before. Where, like, somebody playing in 2012 would have said, oh, what's all this stuff on the map? Um, but you haven't played without it, so that's just the game to you. Um, but at the same time, I think ID cards in concept of what they could do versus how they were executed are very different. Like, in theory, yeah, ID cards could have been, like, cool options, but I think the problem was just that what we got was not necessarily healthy. Uh, and just in terms of the, I guess... One element is the lack of interactability. Like, you mentioned Cyclops. Like, I can call on Cyclops, shoot your thing, and then poof. 
and you have literally no way to interact with that sort of thing. He just comes in off the sideline, nothing you can do. Or just the concept of, oh, uh, or this is more, not as much these days, but like, oh, I hit your character to the very last click, but they're 120 points and they are still alive so they can call Nick Fury and just finish the game. Like I've literally, I, I literally have had games like Jakeem Thunder last click, but he's still alive so he can do a call in and then, you know, they finish the game. Or just some of the other ridiculous calls like Hawkeye. Like, as just, I mean, Hawkeye main force was enough of a thing, let alone like he was an ID. Um, so I think that in concept, ID cards could have been, just in my opinion, just a better balancing act than they ended up being, especially because the game kind of ended up being about them mm-hmm. or more about them because like they were, you could. You could have characters that were only good because they called in IDs, like Kobik without IDs. Not 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 a thing. But she goes from you know best in format to like, am I playing her at all? Or like I don't know, right. haha Joker, 150 point ID cards were a thing. Is just oh I literally can't kill them and they can call in the IDs sort of thing. So right. I feel like I guess I have to sum it up uh, in terms of why they would be not favored is that they kind of warped the game too much in a specific direction, which people that have been playing for longer might not agree with. Whereas, you know, Dan might see it as just an overall tactical game where I, you have all the tools. Yeah. Yeah. It's just differences of perspective and, and such. Yeah. I mean, in, in my opinion is, is not disparaging to anyone or anything. It's, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. Um, I mean, I like to play war with nukes, not sticks. Being able to call out a Nick Fury, bam, that's my kind of that's my kind of fun. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Um, Jakeem calling out IDs was a lot of fun. Man, that's a good throwback, Jay. Yeah, I just remember I just have that specific game in mind where like literally like he was all I had, but then a Nick Fury call and just won the game because you could do that. It, yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't mention that part, but like it didn't matter what click your characters were on or how damaged they were because the ID cards were always fresh. But yeah. Yeah, I mean I get it. I mean, I just like tools in the toolbox. Like it feels like if ID cards are going away, like reprint the power batteries. Like, yeah, or do more special objects or do more like yeah, it feels like if you are not wanting to play special objects, like it feels like filler is harder to do post rotation. Yeah, absolutely. Um Kurt Thomas wants him people to send him his send them send him their JLU stuff. Um Christian Bojan asks with JOU theme teams can get absurdly high and still some maintain high efficiency. Is that bad for the game or inconsequential? Um, I, I, it just depends. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. What do you think, Jay? I think the idea of capping initiative role is an idea that should be at least considered. They're going to be printing this, like, not even good necessarily, just this all this 10 point filler. Like, I was running Flora's just for the extra thing, and I got to plus 10. 
And it kind of feels wrong that plus 10 is a thing because then you auto and map against Unthemed. Right. Like, it feels like they should at least have a chance. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think if they're just going to be fill, do, making all this filler, like, yeah, there are kind of some counters like Vulture exists and like, I don't know, there are certain things that could deal with one-click characters, but I'm not a fan of... And also the fact that I didn't, I didn't get to address this before, but like, Brainiacs could get prohibitively expensive because what? how many are you going to want, Dan? I'd probably want four. Yeah, and then if everybody wants four, it's it's... You know, how, how much should Wolverines get to at their highest? Like uh, 100. Oh, 100. Yeah. Okay, so that times Chase. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a problem in terms of gameplay. I think it's a, can be a problem in terms of physical, like, acquisition. So Yeah, I think I'm going to have to be proven that four Brainiacs are good, though, before I go get that many. I also think that in addition to the extra actions, I think that, I think that, yeah, uh, legitimately eating up the timer can be a thing. Like Jason Wingard, if he pulls off all his mind controls, that's like, you know, that could be like a 20-minute turn, even if they're playing at a decent pace. Um, and, you know, what, Fate TV, two actions, leadership, Power Woman, the the chase, or the, the starter set, Justice League, like, it, it's, it's, it's too much. Like, there should only be, you know, so many actions before you're, even if they're legitimate or whatever, you are, I don't like the idea that you can, eat up the clock as a strategy and not make your opponent able to interact. Yep. I agree. I agree. That's a, it's, it's a strategy that uh, players use too. Now, just having large teams and taking a lot of actions and doing a lot of things, taking a lot of sidesteps and that sort of thing that, that that's happened. Yep. Um, Jeremy Christie uh, we talked about Rare Amanda Waller. We talked about Micron. Um, if he's asking for hidden gems, because I don't think either of those are hidden gems. Those are just like blatantly good. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, Crimson Avenger will be one, just because there's so many flashier primes now, even within the same set. Yeah, you've talked me into Crimson Avenger. For sure. Um... Chris Stockhouse, so the last big subject of the day, is the WizKids online store good for the future of the game? Also tell Jay that I miss him. I miss you too, buddy. So is the online store good for the game? uh, It's fine. It's literally a business selling its things at MSRP. Yeah, they're not undercutting. They're, you know... If WizKids needs it to survive or will, like to be like, I mean, obviously they're not going to be at like the make or break. A dollar is going to do it, but like if that's what they need to do, if WizKids doesn't exist, there's no hero clicks at all. So yeah, you know. and and like I don't even. I mean, people were complaining about the 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 other stuff and like board games being on there. It's like I don't care what else is on there. You know, I only care about the hero clicks really. I mean, WizKids does a lot of other great, fantastic products. That... Yeah, they have a humongous line of uh, board games. If you go to any show that they're at and you demo, there's like nine different demo tables, and even then they're alternating games. Like, there's a lot of other good games and the unpainted miniatures right. and other stuff. Yeah, they just do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, go buy all that stuff from them if that's what you're interested in. I'm a Heroclix guy. Um, and from my perspective... Um, they did. They weren't undercutting. They were literally selling things for MSRP. They weren't in stock. 
you know, as of the launch of the store, but it's they're literally their first time launching something this big. Be patient. It's fine. I mean, I, I'm really non – I really don't even have an opinion on it, really. It's a store selling stuff for MSRP. Like, if I go – like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, if I go buy a phone at the Apple store, is that undercutting the locally owned uh, cell phone store franchise? No, probably not because it's all the same price. Yeah, if you want to buy from your local store for the same exact price and theoretically more convenient because you'll get it in person, do that. Yeah. If other I mean, people need to get that product online because they don't have a store, then that's the only way they're going to get it. There's yeah. no real incentive to do that if you have a local store. So just, you know, unless unless your store doesn't get the product at all and then it's not even a question because they're not going to get the product to begin with. Like, I don't think there's no conflicts of interest anywhere here. Yeah, Whiskas literally offered a more expensive, longer lead time, uh, the objectively worse option for buying their product than your local game store. And I literally people, don't see any problems. Yeah, I don't either. And people were complaining about it. But, oh well. That's my thoughts. All right, Jay. Two and a half hours. Final thoughts. Uh, JLU is really good. Uh, no Black Widow uh, chasing Popper, so Mazo is amazing there. Or probably dominant. Uh, Black Widows are probably a little strong. Yeah. Black Widows are strong. Pulse Wave. Something I'm working on. Yeah, Pulse Those Waves those ways well thanks for being on jay thanks for staying up late yeah, tonight thanks for, thanks for having me on again i always have a good time yeah you know uh um tyler and jason missed out tonight but they've uh they got a lot on their plates so well tyler has nothing on his plate and that's his, <laughs> that's his issue maybe um, he ate himself into a food coma we don't know yeah he probably either hopefully he didn't get any bad chipotle so <laughs> But thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstaff today, and we'll talk to you all next time.